This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. You're listening to the Ask Jennifer Podcast on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Jennifer Crawford, and welcome to Ask Jennifer, the podcast, where we talk about everything, everything, small business. And today we're going to be talking about navigating the business of real estate. Real estate is a completely different thing. It's another form of being an entrepreneur, and we don't talk about it much. So we're going to talk about it because the real estate here in Detroit is booming. So we're going to talk to some of our favorite agents here uh, in Detroit. But just a few announcements before we get into everything. Don't forget that All Things Detroit is coming up very, very soon. It will be Sunday, March 31st at the Eastern Market. Get those tickets. Download the app of the Night Market at Beacon Park. It's still applications are open. Go to AskJennifer.com. And the big main event, Ask Jennifer and the Vintage Market present March. Market in the city, September 8th at the historic Fort Wayne. This is going to be a huge, huge, huge event. Please make sure you go to AskJennifer.com to sign up for all of these great events uh, because we're here. We're supporting small business. And let's get into our guest for today. We have Venetia Slater with uh, Slater Signature Homes. Hi, Venetia. Hello. And we have Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Kevin Hill. With uh, what company was that again? Alexander Detroit, Kevin? Yes, Alexander Real Estate Oh, Detroit. Alexander Real Estate. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate it. I have had the pleasure of working uh, with these people every day when we all work together. And it was so fun because we really could not get through that time if we did not have all each other. So we're going to talk a little bit about real estate in Detroit and other places and like how it's changed. And what I love about Venetia is uh, Venetia actually has her own firm and she is a uh, minority owned business. She's and she's a woman and we love that. And so we always want to support that. And so Venetia, tell us a little bit about how you got started, your background Okay. All right. So um, basically been an agent for about 14 years now. Um, started, my mom was an agent. Oh, so she's been, yeah. Okay. So my mom was an agent. So going to showings and things like that with her, really, I want to say that's where the passion came from. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, went, took my class, took the exam, and I actually reached out to the Loft Warehouse. That was the very first um, company that I reached out to. I remember writing um, Sabra a letter, <laughs> basically just saying, hey, I'm new to the business. Um, I saw that she did a lot of downtown Detroit real estate. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to her, and she responded back, and I was her very first agent. So we did a lot of downtown Detroit properties, and this was actually before she even started the Loft Warehouse. We were with another company, and then she started with the Loft Warehouse. Oh, wow. That's a um, so I did a lot of downtown Detroit, um, as well as just Detroit in general, to be honest with you. Um, 
So, yeah, pretty much that's how it started. Um, and then I started my own um, brokerage back 2000, um, 2018 in June, mm-hmm. um, Slater Signature Homes. Pretty much wanted to start that just to basically be a mentor to new agents. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Um, and I'm loving it so far. Congratulations. But you also do this and you still have like your nine to five yes, job. So not I only do. do you do do all these <laughs> things, inspiration, mentor. Yeah. And you, a two-year-old. And, and a, a two-year-old and a husband, <laughs> a, a woman of many hats. Yeah. You actually... Um, still have like your your day job but you actually love what you do so it's yeah not, like, i love what like, i do and it's not something that you're like looking into like you know because i i know for me when i was working like uh, my day job i was like i gotta get out of here it's crazy but it, like everybody doesn't feel that way like they feel like no. they can like kind of do both right and i feel like it's fine as long as you love what you do i it's, just promote like do what you love exactly and kevin kevin is a little you're a, a baby it's some um, sorts in the real estate game. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Yeah. You yes. Can say but that. killing it. <laughs> but killing it. Killing it. And, and yeah. So tell me a little bit like how you got started and what made you want to get involved in real estate. Um, I've always liked real estate since I was a kid. Um, I remember growing up and going with my parents to just go look at open houses. On the weekends, we would just like go look at open houses, not even be the market to buy anything, <laughs> but it was always so interesting to see, you know, new homes and how they were built and I always looked at real estate as a piece of art, um, architecture, just just a piece of art. And I feel like every home that was always created, especially the older homes, kind of told a story. So that was something I was always interested in. Um, I've always been really good in sales. Sales has always kind of been my strong suit. So I pretty much decided to do what I enjoy and put what I'm good at together. And I ended up becoming real estate sales. Um, first year in real estate, it's pretty difficult. Uh, I would say ended up, I was doing leasing for investment properties on the east side. So, like, uh, Shelby Township, uh, East Point, just pretty much doing east, um, doing rentals pretty much the most. Um, And then I felt like I just wasn't getting everything I wanted out of real estate. So, I ended up um, applying and going to the law firm house, which is where I met (laughs) Venetia, who's pretty much honestly molded me and trained me and pretty much taught me everything I know. Um, so I ended up doing that first year at the law house. I did about 6 million in sales, mm-hmm. which was, which was fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> Second year, 10 million last year, 15 million. So it's been fun. It's definitely been fun. I love what I do. I'm passionate about it. Um, I work 24 seven, but it's just definitely one of those fields where, um, it's just a great field to be in. You meet good people. I mean, I'm, I remember literally meeting Jennifer <laughs> <laughs> when she was just really kind of um, starting the whole train for right. all things Detroit. Yeah. So I will never forget meeting yeah. Jennifer. And I was like, <laughs> so meet Jennifer at the Loft Warehouse. And she tells me about, okay, all things Detroit. <laughs> and she kind of downplaying it a yes. little bit. Because yes. I'm thinking to Always. myself. So Always. then I go to the event and I'm like, OMG, Always. this is like off the hook. Always. And it's it's so funny. <laughs> so funny because I feel like, you know, Jennifer was like our receptionist, mm-hmm. but she was really honestly the office manager. Yeah, like she, she was. kept that thing ro- rolling. So it's interesting because she would sit behind the desk. And I always like, what is she over there doing? What is she over there doing? Not knowing she was over this big brand that right. pretty much dominated the Eastern market. Yeah. So. But you know what? At that time, I quit my job and I was broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was yeah. do- like, you know what I mean? I'm doing something. I'm building something. I have no money. So when people say like, 
oh, like I'm building my business. Like I was literally answering somebody's phone, like right. to pay my like mm-hmm. to keep it going and mm-hmm. to pay my bills. It is. I tell people all the time: if you have to go back to work, uh, that's what you have to do. Like we just have to do what we have to do for what we love. And I had to make sacrifices. I told somebody like, I must really love this if I sacrifice my livelihood. Right. But it's so funny because when I talk to people about all things you trade and I was sitting behind that desk, people would look at me like, this girl is crazy. Like you are literally sitting behind this desk, but you never know like who you're talking mm-hmm. to. Like at that point, I used to always tell Sabra and everybody like, oh, I'm gonna be fine. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. And I just worked on it like constantly. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling somebody about it uh, and they were just like, this one lady, she's like, well, why are you working here? That's what she said to me. And I was just like, but this was the same lady who sent me an email that was asking to be a part of all things you trade. But she didn't know that like when she was saying something about it, she was talking to me. To and you. I was like, whatever. Yeah, but I just look at it as I'm just Jennifer. Like, you know, I'm always just like, whatever. I love what I do. And uh, I'm glad that you too. Like, I met you too. And it was just like, Venetia was always pushing me. She was even like, you should get your license. Mm-hmm. Well, we, yeah, it was, you should get your license. And we talked about we that. And get. I was actually going to do that. And I got like more busy in like what it is that I was doing. And then when you miss to Kevin, when you come, I used to be like, oh my God, he gets on my nerves. I think I feel like I told Venetia a couple of times, like, Kevin kind of get on my nerves a little bit. I don't know if it's him or Brandon both, but they kind of get on my nerves a little bit. And Venetia's like, no, Kevin is this. And I'm just like, with who? And he will always come over and be so silly. And then you would like trying to kiss me on my forehead. And I'm just like, why is he playing with me? <laughs> but what I did, and I love and respect about you so much, Kevin, is that you came in and you were like ready to yes, work. You are not like a young man in his 20s or young uh, early 20s who was just like, oh, I'm just doing this and this. No. You came in and you had a goal and a plan to like make money and to make a career for yourself. And you set goals. And like you start knocking these goals down yes. and you will be like, oh, I, I set a goal for $3 million, but I did six and I did this. And like you are 24-7 working on it all the all time. Right. All the time. So, you know, when those good clients came through, I'd be like, look. Thank you, oh, she would look out. Oh, y'all don't know. There was, I'll never forget. I'm not going to say the name, but there was one news reporter. One news reporter that she had sent me. And she's like, Kevin, take this lead. Just take it. Just take it. I was like, who is this? And I didn't even know who it really was. I'm like, it's somebody from the news. Right. She's like, so I'll never forget that. And literally, to this day, I end up selling her two properties, actually. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. two yeah. properties. Yeah. I'm like, Take this. I'm like, uh, this one's from the news. Right. Venetia too. I'm yeah, like, mm, she did. Right. I'm like, whatever. We're not there. It's and, all good. And honestly, that's that's like a key principle. You never know who's looking out for you too. So it's like you have to treat everyone with respect and kind, regardless of what their position is. Mm-hmm. You just never know where, especially in this type of industry, where your next deal can come from. Right. Who can really refer you or who can send something your way? You just never know. You, you never, never know. It is. So why do you two feel like, why Detroit real estate? Like, why downtown Detroit? And like, why right now? Because like so many people are here. So many people are buying up everything and just different places, not just downtown Detroit, but like the neighborhoods. Uh, like, but why do you guys, do you guys mainly focus on Detroit? Like, why Detroit right now? Venetia, we can go. I would, I would say for me, so when I started doing downtown real estate, I was like 2005, 2006. Mm-hmm. nothing was down there, let's be honest. <laughs> like, restaurants, nothing, you know. And when you think about it, the new construction ones that's across from Little Caesars Arena, mm-hmm. that had went up, and those were selling for, like, 200 things like that. Um, and then, of course, the recession. Mm-hmm. So everything was, what, 50? I think I sold one over there for, like, 70000 oh, Now wow. she can sell it for almost 400000 now. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think... 
everybody's Detroit is because we're their comeback kid city. When yeah. you truly think about it, mm-hmm. um, we're in the news all the time. You know, it's still affordable. Mm-hmm. You know, you may not think it is, but when you think about L.A., New York, things like that. New York is very And what you're getting for the price you can't get it anywhere else. I feel like even like my apartment uh, in Lafayette Park would probably be about four thousand dollars in New exactly. York, exactly, because it's twelve hundred square feet. Right, it's two bedroom. You know what I mean? And then I don't pay utilities. You right. know what I mean? So if you're paying, if you're paying less than you're paying like thirteen hundred dollars right. say for an apartment, and you don't, you're not paying utilities. You're just paying like rent and get and uh, parking. I mean, in New York, twelve hundred square feet that would be a lot. So that's and it's so, a lot. So I would say that's a lot bulk of a lot of the businesses, um, the investors, or people from out of the state. Mm-hmm. To be a hundred percent honest with you, and they're buying it up. Yeah, you know, and it kind of it kind of sucks. I will say that for people that have lived in the city, yes, um, that didn't take advantage of the opportunity because mm-hmm. we all were here. Let's really be honest with it. We could have bought honestly buildings downtown Detroit. The same buildings that Gilbert bought for a hundred thousand, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, we could have did it. And you it, know, I think about that because I moved to Florida in two thousand five and I came back in two thousand ten. But when I was in Florida and I lived there, I would see posts of like, mm-hmm. "Oh, Detroit property for a dollar." This, right. this, and people would crack jokes about it. And so now I'm here. I'm back. I've been back eight, almost eight years. Now, nine years now, and I'm like, man, like, at that point, like, being a business owner, and I'm like, I really need a building. And, like, mm-hmm. if I had the, the mindset to actually, like, do that before, I think about that all the time. Like, why didn't I do this before? I but, know, but you know what? It's not too late. No, it's, it's not definitely too late. not too it's late. It's not no. too late, and that's what I tell a lot of a lot of my clients because they feel like they've already been outpriced. Let's mm-hmm. really be real about the people that stayed in the city that still want to live in a city they feel like they're outpriced, but mm-hmm. it's not. You just got to, you know, look at the different neighborhoods where you can still find something that's affordable that's still a solid neighborhood. So, And that makes sense. And what yeah. about you, Kevin? What about you in Detroit? So were you raised in Detroit, Kevin? Um, I was raised in Detroit, but I got kicked out of private school in Detroit, so I had to move to the suburbs. But I was <laughs> raised. I went to Jezu. Really? Yes. You got kicked out of Jay I got kicked out of Jay Zoo in second <laughs> That's grade. A hard one. Second <laughs> grade. What I was a ride I was a ride or die. What did like you do? in second grade. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so when that happened, uh, the schools I mean the schools have n- not always been the best, you know. So my parents were just really big in schooling. Mm-hmm. So once I got kicked out of that school, it was just like, oh, I guess we're going to go to the suburbs. Which is, I mean, honestly, that's what a lot of people feel when they yeah. buy real estate in Detroit. They think, mm-hmm. like, where they, where do we send our kids to school? Because some will take them outside mm-hmm. of the district mm-hmm. because they don't feel like the schools exactly. and they're are not. Whatever. They're it, not. It's not, exactly. right. And so that's what a lot of that's what a lot of people do. Like, they're like, oh, I want to live in Detroit, mm-hmm. but where do I where do I go in the city? Because, like, uh, what is it? Sherwood Forest, my yeah. niece and nephew— they live over there, but guess what? They go to school in like Redford right. or like, you know, someplace else. It's not yeah. like a district school. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but now that I don't have kids, I do live in the city right now, live in Midtown. Living your best life. I enjoy it a lot. But, um. Okay, was that like a somebody to come meet you at the coffee shop or something? I mean, like, I live in Midtown. But you know, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Meet me Midtown. at New Order Coffee. Not New Order, meet me at. Oh, that's what. See, she's trying to tell people my spot. That's where actually I saw Jennifer 
Other than I hadn't and seen her almost. And that's where me and Venetia were going to meet. Um, yeah. I haven't seen yeah. her in almost a year. Really? And she tried to pull up and be like, I'm coming. I'm going to come see you. All right. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I came to see you. But it was good to see you. First free second. But thank you. But this is my time to talk. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, I chose to do real estate in Detroit for multiple reasons. One being I've always wanted to do real estate in a major city. I never wanted to be in the suburbs. The suburbs bored me. You know, I felt like being in a major city where you have condos, where you have lofts, where you have so much different architecture, where you have historic buildings, those were, that was something that always, always made me want to be in Detroit. I always tell people this, you know, I can sell anywhere, but I specialize in the greater downtown Detroit area, and and that's where I love to be. You know, I can't see myself doing it anywhere else. And over time, I always have people be like, oh, well, you know, you can move to New York and kill it. You can move to L.A. and kill it. But Detroit's, Detroit's where it's at. You know, it's definitely where it's at. And, I mean, I have clients that range from first-time homebuyers who buy in the city to international investors. So it's a, it's a lot going on. And I think it's an exciting time to be here, be in Detroit now. And as we see price per square footage go up, if we see more inventory comes online, I feel like it's definitely a good time to really master it and know it because it's just going up from here. Yeah, it's just I going agree. up. I see you've been posting like a lot of properties from like East English Village to mm-hmm. yes. a friend of mine. She bought a home over there on and out on out of drive in East English Village. Yes, mm-hmm. so. um, it's weird because I remember like being a kid and like where I grew up was like between Charlevoix and Verner on okay. Benito in the hood, and thinking that that area used to be like where the homes were more expensive, right. like growing up, it was a completely different like neighborhood. And then some of the people who still live there now have been there for years mm-hmm. too. But I see it now and it's so different because where I grew up and where I live, that area was more so like going towards the area of people who had like home ownership and right. like more like, like mid, I would say, you know, just a little bit more upper scale than like, mm-hmm. you know, like where I live. So yeah. To see it now, it's a little, it's a lot different. It's not like it's a bad neighborhood, like at all, um, but it's it's just a little different than like my friend area where she lives is great. But I was just like, oh, it's a little different over here. Yeah, yeah it's kind of yeah. like Harper Woods. Like Harper Woods completely changed, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's my area actually that I grew up. Harper I went Woods. to nope, um, Otter Drive okay. and uh, Mac. I went to St. Clary Monte Falco. Oh yeah, right there from middle school, and then my mom owns a lot of property on Bedford. Right off of Max, so I grew up right there. Oh, yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely has changed. Um, but I would say East English is still pretty Good. solid. Yeah, you know, if you're trying to some nice houses, over yeah, there. really nice houses, and you're trying to still, you know, you can't afford necessarily the Indian Village, mm-hmm. but you still want a someone nice, nicer size home, things like that for a good price. Is definitely still a good area to go to. I think my friend got hers for about seventy five. Yeah, that's less. a really good price. And it's a uh, like a uh, two bedroom, like it's a it's a nice house. It's okay. a nice house, and it's a corner house too, garage. So she got a really really good yeah, deal. Yeah, that's over a really good, good you deal. Get some it. good deals over there. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, so, um, what would you say is the most difficult thing about being in real estate? Because people think like, oh, you get a real estate yeah. license, you make a lot of money, like it's well, just so easy. You meet somebody, girl, let me sell you something. No. Oh yeah, you're pre-approved. And they think it's so easy. But one thing, and I will say this too, is that I didn't have a real estate license, but I learned a lot of things sure from what Sabra and like working with Sabra and Jerome as far as like structure, because uh my friend Jason, sometimes he takes a lot of calls of people who are like 
you know, not really serious. Mm-hmm. And I tell him, I was like, you know what? One thing about Tyra and Jerome, they had a system. Like, mm-hmm. are you, you show me your pre-approval. Mm-hmm. How far are you right now? Like, what have you done? And like asking those questions, right. which is important. So, um, yeah. So what do you think was the most like difficult thing about being in real estate, Venetia? I would say for, so I'm going to go with the Slater Signature Homes agents. Mm-hmm. Um, some are new, mm-hmm. you know. And the main thing I feel like a lot of people see agents selling homes and they see the the good side where, hey, sold and you get your commission check and things like that. You don't see what went before that. Mm-hmm. How many homes did you truly show that client? That deal may have fell through and you had to do two more months to find them something else, you know. So I think a lot of times people feel like it's easy and it's mm-hmm. not. It's 24 7 all the time. You're on vacation. You're answering emails. Entrepreneur life. Yeah. You're life. <laughs> following up with people. You got to, like Sovereign them did, have a system where, hey, you know, you reach out to someone at least three or four times. Mm-hmm. After that, you still set them up, what I call is like auto emails, letting them know like, hey, there's still properties available. Just always kind of being in that person's email or on their mind, like, hey, I'm here to help you whenever mm-hmm. you're ready. Um, so I would say a lot of people think it's easy and it's just not. It takes a lot of time. You may be asleep or, you know, <laughs> 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, you're sending emails. Like, yeah. truly is. So I will say your support system, if you're married, things like that, your spouse has to understand that. And that sometimes is it's, it's hard, you know. For my husband, gratefully... You know, I was an agent when we got together, so mm-hmm. he does understand, Standing. like, hey, I'm listening, but I let me send this email <laughs> right quick, so you can't take it, you know, like I'm citing you or anything like that. Yeah. So I would say it's a lot of work. It, it takes a lot for that commission. You may have a easy deal that closed, and you only show one property, but then another one where you show 30 properties to one person. 30 so, to one yes, person. Yes, Ooh. ma'am, it will happen. And, you know, get outbid and things like that, so... It's just not easy, and a lot of people think about that. And then one last thing, a lot of times people don't understand, yes, you take your exam, you pass. You got to find a broker to work for. But there's upfront costs as well that are associated with being an agent. Mm -hmm. You have to become part of a board, which is sometimes $500, $600. You know, you have to um, apply for your license. That's another hundred and something dollars. So a lot of times people don't understand those are costs associated. Always attributed to being like a photographer you have to buy the camera first mm-hmm. in order to start making money so i think people, people don't realize that it's real comp fees it's a lot of, and you, you know, gotta put in the work before exactly you, you gotta money. put into the I work think if people see sometimes like like we just were talking about like me answering the phones and doing all things you try right. and not having any money and then like people will ask me like oh like how did you get on the news well you know what i emailed them constantly at first yeah. just to say to get my imagine vision across but in doing that like I had to put in so much work. Like, I mean, like not just reaching out to people to say like who I am. And it's like, I feel like that goes with like any profession. Like Mm -hmm. you just have to put in the work. And that is when the money comes is when you actually put in the work. Right. Mm -hmm. What's the most difficult thing for you, superstar, Kevin? Yes. The superstar. Ooh, the most difficult thing. I mean, there's so much I would say. I feel like, (laughs) honestly, I honestly feel like there's, I always say this. I feel like... During a transaction or when you're putting something under contract or someone's buying a property, there's more things that can go wrong than go right. So I honestly feel like the probability of you buying that house that you put the offer in 
it's much higher that you're not going to get it. Than I get agree it. with you. You know, like yeah. it literally. So that's so I would say, I mean, there's just so much. Inspection. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, inspection, exactly. appraisal. My appraisal. thing for me is like sometimes dealing with people is just even hard. Like so, the customer service, like it's like you always have to be on. You have to have the customer service mm-hmm. and you want to be that. You want to give great customer service. But I feel like sometimes there's just some people sometimes that just like the worst thing for me is sometimes when you send like a lot of information and people are just like, I don't. Can you tell? And they reply and, and they're asking like a question that's in the same mm-hmm. like email. That's literally probably like the first or second line and you're mm-hmm. just like the information is in the email below or just I've had people who will like call a lot just to say hey like and I'm like I really want to help you like I, I want to but like I just got a couple things to do so like just dealing with people mm-hmm. overall but also having a business has helped me deal with people better because mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like when I didn't have a business you know, I could kind of be, and you still want to be cool, but then you kind of just like, who are you talking to? Like, what's going on? But then right. like, when you have a business, you are are mindful, not say you don't, you're respect, you know, you just handle it a lot better. So, so I don't have the people, like people, dealing with people was an issue for me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much now, because I feel like I've got to the point where I just don't let certain things bother me anymore mm-hmm. i mean there were times where i would call venetia and be like talk to me after so i think actually yeah, low-key i, I just was... called venetia last week <laughs> i literally low not even being literally literally being honest i just called venetia last week and she had to talk to me off the ledge with the client literally just <laughs> because i get to the point now where it's like i don't let it bother me and then once it gets to the point where it's like okay i'm done i'm done and I need to make sure, like, Venetia is the confirmation that I should be done. <laughs> like, because she's so level-headed. Yeah, and she's, she's so, so level-headed. Level she and she's so straightforward and she's so genuine with it. I always need to, like, if I'm, like, don't know, if I'm overreacting on something, I'll call her to make sure I'm, like, not overreacting. She's like, nope, you're not. I'm like, all right, we good. Let's, let's <laughs> right. I feel like I did that, too, when I worked at the law warehouse. Because I'm like, okay, look, I really want to snap right now. But <laughs> right. let me call Venetia. Right. Like, what's going on? Right. You know right. what I mean? The voice of reason. But yeah. what's so crazy? I was just called hostile at work. <laughs> Were you? Crazy. You? What? So it was whatever, crazy situation. <laughs> but I was. And it was at a meeting. And everybody thought the guy was joking because he... Like, I wasn't at all. So after the meeting, one of the, this guy was like, that would be the last words, the word that I would describe you as. At, 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 oh, well, at all. <laughs> like, it's not even in your, what? no. I was oh. like, oh, I felt a little. I've yeah, never even heard her say anything bad about anybody. No, she's like, always like, well, you know, let me just <laughs> right, look at right, it this way. Right, ex- right, and it could be this. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I, I want right. to get like that. Right. Instead of going like, uh, you know, like losing losing my brain and going like super crazy, crazy yeah. over it. But I think I for you, Kevin, too, and I told a new agents, you're going to have like your first cry or first mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I had mine. Mm-hmm. You are because you get so involved with your clients that. And you cry. You like, cry. Like you had that first cry. Mm-hmm. But then after that, you'll never cry again. You know what I mean? You're yeah. not going to let exactly yourself. Get I've cried a couple of times yeah. about all these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think, though, too, I will say the hardest part, honestly, is being a new agent. That would be the I would have to say looking at everything that was the hardest part of going through the motions of you know not knowing how to pick up clients or you know not how to do purchase mm-hmm. agreements because one thing that's great about 
real estate or the actual real estate course, it teaches you all the, mm-hmm. the knowledge about real estate, mm-hmm. but it does not teach you how to go out and sell. Right. It does not teach you how to bring your new business. It does not teach you how to write a purchase agreement. Yeah, but you know what? That's that kind of thing. Like the first question people literally ask me when they interview me is, where did you go to college? Where did you get your training? Where did you go to college? I did not go to college. I do not have a marketing right. background. And I'm not saying that it's not good to go to college, but just like you said, like, I got, I've had experience. So I have the experience. That's that's what it is. You know what I mean? So going to college does not train you for the, you know, the things that you have to experience when you're actually working. It's just like taking the class doesn't experience, make you automatically experience in sales. Like, oh, I have a license. I'm good. I can go sell. And I, I think that's kind of like within the same things. So I know you both are doing great things in Detroit with real estate. Uh, so would you say that like, I know that your husband is like very super supportive and like everything you do. Kevin, do you make time for like dating or anything like that? Or like, no, you still just ain't dating. I don't make time for dating. I know. Me too. I've been single a you really long time. Have to. I've been, you, Jennifer, I've been talking to you about that. Right. So listen, nah. so I just realized that I've actually probably been single for seven that's maybe almost eight years. She lied. She lied, y'all. She lied. <laughs> no, I'm serious. She lied. I, I said single. All right, single. I've right? been, been in a relationship for seven to eight years, almost. Uh, serious relationships, and uh, so this year, I am taking more time. Yes. To be Jennifer instead of Ask Jennifer, and you know I'm I'm turning thirty nine. I'm turning thirty nine this year. Uh, oh, I have turned 39. And so what I want to do is make more time because at the same time we do this great business, we send in these late night emails. I mean, my laptop sleeps in the bed with me. I mean, like, come on, Jennifer, like get your life. And I just feel like and doing all of these different things every year since I've been in business, I come home and the celebration is, yay, Jennifer. I mean, sometimes you want to little celebrate with something that's a little hot next year. I'm just saying. So <laughs> <laughs> this year for me. <laughs> I'm just like focusing on like just not like I'm just going out to find like dates, but I'm focusing on like just having more fun and just enjoying life. Um, yeah. So I respect that. I think um, maybe we'll real plan estate. a speed dating event and get Kevin a little. Oh, that works. Date. That works. I think um, real estate. I think you sacrifice a lot in real estate. It, I think yeah. you sacrifice. I mean, not even dating relationships, all relationships. Like I, I mm-hmm. feel like. When it comes to real estate, you sacrifice a lot. You know, there's days where it's like, you know, my friends want to do this or go here or do that. And I'm kind of more so like, no, I got to take this client to dinner or, you know, Saturday and Sunday. You know, I missed a very special birthday party yesterday you sure did, and it was on a Sunday lot. It was fun. <laughs> because my day was so jam packed. And I know, you I, know, and I know how that I trust me. I know how that goes. Like, listen, I have more up nights, like talking to my developer on the phone to fix things and do stuff. Like people think that like I have this huge like people where I'm like, fix this, send this. <laughs> and it's just like, well, no, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not really, you know, I did. I have thought about getting a personal assistant, though, but. You need one. But you guys need to make time, like you said yesterday, yeah. at your party. Yes. Make time, you make know, time. just because you don't want the years to pass. To pass. no. And you look up like, man, I should have did X, Y, Z, you know, especially yeah. with your family, stuff like that. Because you got to create memories with them. And sure. I have friends who have things all the time. And, like, sometimes if I'm tired, I don't go. I'm like, well, this is, like, my day of rest. Like, yeah. you know, and so, like, I have people who, like, and but I try to be, and then there's some things I try to be there for everything. So then at that point, like, I'm tired. But like I did say at the party, I said that I had two cousins that passed yeah. away. 
that were under the age. They didn't make it to 39. And I made it to 39. And so, like, celebrating life because it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I had someone I went to school with. She just passed a cancer. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. I want to enjoy it. I haven't enjoyed it for a while because I always feel like if I enjoy it too much, does that mean I'm not working? You know, like that little mm-hmm. entrepreneur, worker, anxiety thing that's in our head. So. No, yeah, I'm trying to get my life. I think also, too, real estate creates this, like, fear of missing out. Like, you always want to do what's on the table. You always yeah, want to take true. that lead. You always want to make that know. call. Yeah. Because I promise you, I look at, like, how I've built my career. A lot of the opportunities came for me just to being the first one at that showing, yeah. mm-hmm. the first offer in, the first person to answer the phone when they're calling other agents, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it can definitely make or break your business. It yeah. definitely can. But that's, I mean, it's an excuse, you yeah. know, eventually. But I agree with you on that, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. And I tell some of my um, new agents that fact that, hey, there's so many agents out here. You know, as soon as you don't call or respond within mm-hmm. two they'll minutes, somebody they'll else. call somebody else they in will. a heartbeat. They will. And they'll so, even, look, they'll even call somebody else after you was talking to them. Yeah. So you know they'll exactly. call somebody else if you exactly. don't return their call. So, exactly. No, I agree 100% with you on that. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. So I've, I've learned, I've definitely learned that over time, you know, just being the first one to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then especially with technology as well. Now oh, you got so Zillow easy. and yeah. people will call and do that. I mean, I remember, never forget, I literally w- had had a lead. I talked to the lead, literally on the phone with them, and they hung up and called a colleague, and the colleague was sitting right next to me in the car. Oh, my God. And I God. literally was like, I just got the phone with them. He was like, yeah. So the colleague was like, yeah, I know you just talked to Kevin Hill. I'm going to give him your, I'll let him know. He'll take good care of you. Like, literally. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. how, wow. So these people, no, like, wild. they're not loyal. Nah. Play the Chris, cue the Chris, Chris Brown. Cue the Chris Brown. <laughs> So I'm going to ask you guys, like, just kind of like what you got coming next. And then we'll just kind of tell everybody like where they can find. So, Kevin, we'll start with you. What do you have coming up next? Um, next, I have, I'm probably going to um, get my broker's license. Yes. That's something I'm going to go yes. ahead and pursue. Get my broker's license. I see also that. To, I see that I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> also, too, I'm looking to get into real estate coaching. I think that's okay. something that I really want to awesome. do is you know, really pursue real estate coaching because, you know, I, I mean, I lo- don't get me wrong, I love what I do every day, but it's even more rewarding when you can see someone under you mm-hmm. actually um, blossom and and learn. Like I said, like, Venetia taught me so mm-hmm. much, and it's like, I want to be able to kind of do that for other people as well and be able to look at like, okay, I taught them that, I taught them that, because I, I, I just find that kind of just amazing thing. And I think you will be great at it. I Thank think you, you would, will too. Be great Thank at you. it. And when you set those events up, you know, to use allthingsticketing.com. Of yes, course. Ma'am. <laughs> yes, 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 ma'am. So that's, that's... So much so much better than Eventbrite, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> but so, no, so... So that's pretty much all that I have in the works right now, and then working on some things with reality shows and things okay. like that. But okay, other, other okay. than that... Other than that, I'm excited for what's coming. And where can we find you? If someone is looking for you, where can they find you? You can find me on, you can find me in a trap. No, I'm kidding. You can find me, <laughs> well, actually, no, you really can <laughs> at work. But uh, but no, my um, Instagram is Detroit Realtor. That's D-E-T-R-O-I-T Realtor, R-E-A-L-T-O-R, Detroit Realtor. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook. You can email me if you have any questions, concerns, or if you need to buy a house because I am the go-to and I'm probably the best buyer's agent in the city, oh, hands okay. down. 
And my email is Kevin at AREDetroit.com. Thank you. And Venetia, what is next for you? I am hoping what's next for you is a potential partnership with all things Detroit. I can't wait for that. And we'll talk about Meet Me at the Markets, too. It's always just a lot of different things. So tell me what's next for you. And I have one quick question. Is it all ladies who you have that are working for you? So I never, the guys are never available for the photo shoots. (laughs) But no, it's not all women. No, it's not. How many ages do you have? Right now, I think between six and seven with a couple oh, on board. Congratulations, that's cool. You know that some people actually, some agents just took the exam, took the course, mm-hmm. looking to take their exam. Okay. So yeah, so talking with a few more um, yes. as well. So basically, for Slater Signature Homes, um, honestly, got an ebook coming out as well. Yeah. So I'm working on that uh, with Carlton White. I remember I Carlton. Got. So we're Carlton. So we're working on that. It should be dropping in the next month or so. Ooh, I'm excited. Yep. So um, and then honestly, just um, we're partner with a couple mortgage companies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking forward to that. So that's going to be very exciting um, for our customers. Yeah. That is so yeah. great. And, and bringing then- a few more agents on as well. Um, like Kevin said, the part where. You know, you're able to mentor and then see your your agents closing mm-hmm. deals and things like that. I just never realized, you know, the impact that it was going to have on me. I know, yeah, I'm going to have my own brokerage and things like that. But just truly seeing the agent succeed has just been had me on cloud nine, to be 100% honest with you. So. Well, you're the perfect person for it because... Just like encouraging and just I like, agree. I mean, just even being like calm. You definitely know how to calm. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how many times you've calmed me down. Me, her, but you, me, me, you yeah. should know me. Yes. There were days I, I think literally she got me through my first year at a particular yeah, agency. Tripping. You was but, but yeah, But you know what? <laughs> we know it was a lot going on. And this one, when them emails... <laughs> <laughs> of text messages. Um, girl, boy. <laughs> that it was a, it be a lot. It's but a you lot. know what, Kevin? That prepared you just for oh, how no the doubt. business is. No doubt. You know, when you no. truly think about it, no it, it truly no. prepared you no to be able to deal with Any, whatever anything, anybody. Anything. But you remember when you took that leap where you were like, mm, I'm not gonna, I'm just straight commission, I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, that you was You said perfect. to me. I will drive Uber. Let me look it <laughs> up. Sure, and he did. Yeah, I did. And you I were did. like, I will drive Uber. Let me look it up. Yep. You were like, no. And I was so glad, so, so glad that you did that. Because I mean, yeah, like, I, I am too. Chances make champions. That's what I no, always I say. Agree. And I, I, I had, like I said, I thank Venetia. And honestly, if I was a first time agent getting into business, there's no doubt I would I would go to Slater Signature Homes. No doubt. Like, literally, I even sent her agents. Yeah. Because I just feel like she. She has what it takes. Like, I'm not right now. I'm not there yet to really coach and teach and things like that. I mean, it's something I'm looking forward to do down in the future. But Venetia just has a special gift for it. Like a little special she's gift where she person. really like great her person. Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, because when I work when I first started working and she watches, she's like, Hi, how are you? Right. Exactly. Like, I'm Venetia. Exactly. I'm like, hey, I'm like the sisters is exactly. cool around here. Exactly. Like, this Yo, is an okay place to work. I never forget. She took me to lunch. And literally, I never forget this. We went to. It's I so don't funny. Remember this. She took me to lunch, and I never forget this. We went to. Um, we went to lunch at Go Cash Go. Oh yeah. And I had just started as an agent. I was broke as hell. Never forget. <laughs> never forget. And when she's like, "Oh, I got it. I got it." I was like, "Thank God." <laughs> 
literally, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> thank God she got it. Thank God she got this. You were like, who even sweat? I, I mean, I mean, yeah, I had to do some like fedangling and moving around for the week. <laughs> remember but, we, like, but remember like, we ordered some pizza and somebody was like, who's having a pizza party? I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> right. Oh, Lord. I know. That was, I know. This has been so fun. No, I am I so glad that... Um, that you guys decided, you guys decided yes to come on and yes. like chat with me. I don't get to see you guys that much, but yeah. I am making it a point. To, all things ticketing is live now, and I said that okay. I wasn't going to come back out with anything new for the rest of the year. But that kind of changed as I was sitting here getting ready, waiting on Kevin to start today. <laughs> so I came up with a whole new business idea. I love see, it. Waiting Great, on you. Greatness guys. comes out of, out of being patient. <laughs> Being patient. Uh, right. And being kind. Be happy that I'm kind. Okay. Okay. So thank you so much. Venetia. Thank you. You have touched me and Kevin so much. You are such an awesome person. Yes. Thank and you. she's always supportive. Like I've seen her at Beacon Park, see her at all things Detroit. Like just just all the time. And like yes. I love you guys. It's always we a good time you. talking. Love and you too. Kevin, you okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to have you guys back on. Maybe we'll talk about like, some fun stuff like oh, sales and we'll okay. talk more about like the market if you think definitely. like because some people For are sure. like the market is going to go down and this where and to invest. Yeah, yes. Exactly. And where to invest because I need to know where to invest too. Ashley yes. has a little investment in our life. Hush, Kevin. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> okay. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to Ask Jennifer the Podcast. If you want to listen to Ask Jennifer the Podcast, we are on... Um, Listen, it's a hard day today. Just go to uh, Ask Jennifer slash podcast. That's A-S-K-J-E-N-N-Y-F-E-R dot com slash podcast. Also, follow us on Instagram at Ask Jennifer, Facebook, and Twitter at Ask Jennifer also. And tune in next time. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.